Yo, how you guys doing? Today is April 3rd, 2023, and welcome to Simply Bitcoin. We are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, Bitcoin culture, and memetic warfare, and we will be your guide through the separation of money and state. As you can tell, guys, it's your boy Opti. I am hosting today's show, so it's a little bit different, but same show nonetheless. And on today's show, guys, as we are continuously covering on the channel, we are in the first innings of the Then They Fight You stage of the separation of money and state. And to be completely blunt with you guys, they are not sending their best. But hey, this is why we cover this every single day. And uh, I know Nico is usually a little kinder on the show, but hey, I am taking over. It is my show now. I am the captain for today. And on the numbers, as you can tell in the thumbnail, Thumb, thumbnail. We have a geriatric senator pontificating on technology that she does not understand, sounding like a fear-mongering grandmother about using newfound technology and how it will ruin the world. It's laughable, really, like completely laughable. Anyways, please, Liz Warren, take a break. We got it from here. Thank you very much. But this is the separation of money and state. And this is not going to be the end of these types of behavior. This is only the beginning. And we will see more politicians, career bureaucrats, bankers, and central planners come out against Bitcoin, pontificating and projecting their bias. But Bitcoin exposes all incentives. This is a feature, not a bug. So as the world starts to wake up, and move away from the dollar. The clamoring for control will only intensify, guys. So be prepared for this, because as the world moves away from the dollar as world reserve currency, those in power in Washington, D.C., and every central institution of the world will lose their foothold, no, their chokehold on the world. They will do everything in their power to maintain that position. And it's only their incentives. But it would do them good to adopt Bitcoin. Adopt the Bitcoin standard, save in Bitcoin, spread the Bitcoin adoption, but they will be the last to do so. So sadly, or rather, maybe thankfully, depending on your perspective, they are blinded by their positions and their bias. But fortunately for you guys, you do not have to wait until these people allow you to use Bitcoin. Bitcoin is permissionless by design. You can opt into Bitcoin Network today freely by your own accord. And there's no amount of screeching that the geriatrics in Washington can do that will stop the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. But this only occurs if you take action, take back your money by saving in Bitcoin, taking your Bitcoin into self-custody and spreading the virtues of Bitcoin to every single person of the world. This is how we win as we race to avoid the inevitable war on freedom that we find ourselves in, boys and girls. And this is what we are going to cover continuously on Simply Bitcoin. Anyways, before we go on, let me bring in my co-host today, Dell the Funky Hoddle Sapien. Dell, how are you doing today? What's up, brother? I'm doing great. I'm glad you used that title. I went back and watched that episode like four times, clicking through, trying to find the person that said it. I wanted to credit them, but I could not find it. I don't know if they deleted the comment or what, but if you're out there and it was you, thank you. But I'm I'm running with it. I'm taking it running with it. Dell the Funky Hoddle Sapien. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name. If I you know, it. you know. If you know, you know. All right, guys. Well, actually, Dell, what are we covering today in the news segment? Well, we've got Bitcoin uses 50 times less energy than traditional banking. New study shows, and I bet it's even more than that. I'll give you some reasons why. And then we also have over from CoinPaper, EU to ban anonymous crypto transfers of over 1,000 euros. So that's not here in the US. Well, that's where I'm at. 
it's over there, but still it shows a sign of the times, more control, more crackdown, more oversight, more, more creeping tentacles coming in to take control of your lives. <laughs> Not good, not Absolutely good. love it. As you can tell, we are just doubling down on the idea of separating money and state today. This show don't stop. The signal don't stop. Anyways, let's get into the numbers, guys. The Bitcoin Numbers. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool, and Dojo, all from the comfort of your own home. And if you're a digital nomad, you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a Noddle through a virtual private server. Visit noddle.eu today. Let's go. All right, guys, you already know the deal. We will be seeing you guys at the Bitcoin Conference 2023 in Miami, May 18th to May 20th. And as you guys can see, it's going to be a party, guys. It's going to be epic. I can't wait to get down to Miami, hang out with all my friends, my Bitcoin family. You know, TikTok next block. It's going to be huge. And as you can see, there is going to be a ticket price increase in four days, guys. So, hey, if you're thinking about going... Definitely get a ticket. Come hang out with Nico and I. We will be at the desk going live in person. Come hang out with us. Hang out. Maybe get a beer with us. You know, it's going to be fun. This is why you go. You go to hang out with the Bitcoiners. You go to celebrate being a Bitcoiner. Anyways, there's going to be great speakers here. Michael Lewis, Arthur Hayes, Michael Saylor, Jack Maulers, Alex Gladstone, Preston Pish, Matt O'Dell, Greg Foss, Lynn Alden, and many, many more. Again, guys, we will see you down there. Opti. Humble old Opti and Nico will be there live again. It is May 18th to May 20th. And I hope to see you guys there, guys. Use the discount code simply to get a discount on your tickets, and we will see you in Miami. Anyways, before we get into the numbers segment, let's get into the numbers. First and foremost, we are at block height of 783, 779, all-time high of block height. The current sats per dollar a.k.a. Moscow time, a.k.a. how much your dollar can buy of Bitcoin is 3,559 sats with the current Bitcoin price of $28,095 per Bitcoin. And one of the best metrics, I know Nico says that his favorite metric is the realized monetary inflation, but this one might be my favorite metric. The percentage issued, the total Bitcoin percentage is at 92.07%. The current Bitcoin market cap is at 543.2 billion, half a trillion dollars. And yet we still get so much hate in regards to Bitcoin. Things that make you say, hmm. And of course, Nico's favorite number, the realized monetary inflation, 1.76%. And of course, I always forget what Nico's numbers are here, but this is Opti's show today. So we add my numbers. And one of the numbers that I think a lot of us Bitcoiners need to keep an eye on is the Bitcoin versus gold market cap, which right now is 4.11%. That means Bitcoin is only a little baby in the grand scheme of things. And we're barely at 5% of the gold market cap. There's still so much room to grow. And everyone still thinks that you're late to Bitcoin. Anyways, the next number is the total capacity of Bitcoin in the Lightning Network. It is currently at 5,399.85 BTC. I remember when these were baby numbers, and this is just in the public channels. It's almost like Lightning simply works, and people are using it to move money around the world instantly. Anyways, the total capacity value in dollar terms of the Lightning Network currently is 151.6 million. 
And then the Bitcoin nodes. You guys should be running your nodes, guys. I know these numbers are a little off. These are the public nodes. If you look at Luke Dasher's website, you will see that there is, I think, more around like the 90,000 uh, total Bitcoin nodes. But anyways, according to Clark Moody's dashboard, the public reachable node is 17,096 Bitcoin nodes across the network. And again, adding my own numbers here, guys, the hash rate has been going parabolic. And the hash rate for the last 2016 blocks is at 343 exahashes. And for the last 90 days, it has averaged around 302 exahashes. Absolutely bullish. I wonder what is going on out there in Bitcoin mining world, because if you see the charts, the hash rate is looking like it's going parabolic. Anyways, guys, on today's numbers... We're going to be covering this Elizabeth Warren clip, but before I get into the Lizzie Warren clip, I really wanted to lay down some context in regard to Elizabeth Warren and everything that she's about because it is very interesting. She's a very interesting character. She is viewed as a democratic progressive, right? Uh, who made a big splash in the 0708 financial crisis and pushing for stronger banking regulations and to change lobbying as we know it. And this is literally from her website, her own website. So Elizabeth Warren, a fearless consumer advocate who has made her life's work, the fight for the middle-class families. Elizabeth is one of nation's leading progressive voices fighting for big structural change that would transform our economy and rebuild the middle class. And she's put forward ambitious plans, ending lobbying as we know it, impose an ultra-millionaire tax on fortunes worth over $50 million. And again, you know, positioning herself as an advocate for the middle class. And as I was doing some of this research, I kind of looked at some of the numbers and it's very interesting to see what she pushes for, her, her public stance, and what is the reality of the situation? So I went over here and used K K uh, CA Knowledge. Uh, I think this is a website used to basically tally celebrities' net worth. And it's very interesting to know that Elizabeth Warren's net worth is $67 million. Again, I repeat, $67 million. And I find it very interesting that she positions herself as fighting for the little man, the, the average middle-class American and even is, uh, you know, apparently on her own website, impose an ultra-millionaire tax on fortunes worth over $50 million. It's very interesting. I find it very laughable and highly improbable that she would try to tax herself. Anyways, her yearly salary income as a senator is $285,000, but her monthly income is $400,000. Now, look, I am not one to chastise those that are rich. I believe everyone should get rich. Everyone has uh, the potential to become rich and you should want to get rich because that's the only way to escape the matrix. But I am against hypocrisy. And now I really wonder how she was able to amass this incredible net worth. I did realize and through this website again, uh, you know, maybe needs to get fact checked a little more. I tried to find more, more data around, but she inherited $10 million and now her net worth is $67 million with $45 million in assets. And here as Bitcoiners, all we want to do is save in an asset that doesn't rob us. And yet she has yachts and cars and multiple real estate 
And yet she positions herself as a middle class advocate. Again, I am not against wealth. I think it's upon all of us to get extremely wealthy so that we can change the world for the better. What's the saying? Bullshit talks and money walks. And this is where we are in the world. So again, I just find it very interesting that she got on the scene in 2007, 2008 as someone that was battling the banks. And now it seems like she has become the very thing that she hates. And so one other little tidbit that I found while I was going through this whole Elizabeth Warren uh, journalism segment is that. In the past, she was a Republican from 1991 to 1996, and then she currently has flopped to a Democrat in 1996 to present. So it kind of reminds me of uh, what we always say about politicians. They just flip-flop to whatever narrative works best for themselves. And this is where I will transition into what we are seeing from Elizabeth Warren today. And she has been taking this anti-crypto stance, building an anti-crypto army, and on today's video, I just find it amazing what she's saying, and we're going to get all into it. But let's watch this clip. With Bitcoin, there's no thing that backs it up. And, and that's what makes it different. It's just belief. You and I assess. You assess the value is going to go down. I assess it's going to go up, and therefore I buy. So it's, no, so it's more like this artwork. No. Because at the end of the day, I can hang that thing on my wall. Right. And I can enjoy it or I can it. throw darts at it. Um, you could sell it for money. Sure you can. Right. I mean, there are features about it that are the same, but it's, it's not the same. And look, one of the things we have to remember about there are a lot of things that come within this crypto world. So, for example, we could be talking about instead of Bitcoin, we could be talking about digital currency. Now, that's something very different. I think that's different too. I buy that. I accept that. That's different. right, because yeah. that's a government-backed mm -hmm. um, uh, electronic transfer. And it can be denominated in dollars. It could be denominated in euros. It could be denominated in some new language that's made up. But that has something that backs it up. It has a government that says, if at the end of the day there's a run on this stuff, everybody wants theirs out, the United States government promises there will be something to back it up. Um, and uh, that's what banks are about. There'll be somebody there to back it up. But with Bitcoin, that's not the case. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, man. First and foremost, the extreme and profound ignorance on display by Elizabeth Warren is absolutely laughable. Uh, she really has no clue what she's talking about, and she wants to regulate Bitcoin. Like, she's just essentially taking a stance against Bitcoin and has no interest in understanding the arguments for Bitcoin. As you can tell, she's basically planted her flag and then now is doing all kinds of mental gymnastics to prove her point to the average person. Anyways, it's really amazing the computer and economic illiteracy that was on display in this little clip. But what is really kind of disheartening is that people will fall for this. First, let's talk about the claim. No thing backs Bitcoin. Uh, you know, we need a money that a government backs because the full faith and credit of the U.S. government is what backs the dollar. And, you know, first and foremost, as I covered in the numbers, like 
Bitcoin is literally tied to energy, guys. Bitcoin is backed up by energy. This is what the hash rate is. This is what Bitcoin mining is all about. A real world cost to creating Bitcoin in stark contrast to fiat's money creation, which is literally printing money from thin air. Literally by decree as fiat is uh, the direct translation to. Anyways, the other one that really got me is Bitcoin is just a belief. Like Bitcoin is not just imaginary. What Lizzie Warren is essentially saying is, you know, Bitcoin is intangible, therefore it's worthless. worthless. And it's just a funny trope. Like, furthermore, what makes it more hilarious is that she's doubled down and said it should be banned. Liz, if it is worthless, why must it be banned? It makes no sense to me. If, it, if Bitcoin wasn't such a threat to your power, why would... We need to ban it. it. It's just it's just incredible. It really is incredible. And I really find it interesting, which I think to the very end of the day, the signal here is on the one hand, she cannot stop talking about Bitcoin because she understands what we understand. Bitcoin is a direct threat to their power and they have to do whatever they can to gaslight the average person out there so that they don't find the escape route. But I think the true signal here, guys, is that Bitcoin is not a top-down technology that needs a government to dictate. It's a bottom-up technology, an emergent phenomenon based on individuals choosing what to save in. And as someone that should be fighting for the middleman, for, for the middle class, for the average little man out there, you would think that she would endorse Bitcoin. Yet, as we are seeing on display, she is doing whatever she can to stop the Bitcoin adoption because she knows what we know, guys and gals, that Bitcoin disintermediates their power. When Bitcoin does what we know it will do, it will take away their power of the money printer. And this is something they cannot do. This is why I did my opening monologue today on the idea of separating money and state and how they will lose their power when Bitcoin gets adopted. And this is why so many central planners are coming out. This is why the politicians will fight Bitcoin. But if they know what's good for them, they will adopt the Bitcoin standard. But hey, it is all incentives and Bitcoin exposes all incentives. So on the one hand, Liz, I know you are fearful for your position, for your job, for your livelihood. But this is all great marketing for Bitcoin. I know that some people woke up, heard this clip and were like, wait, a government doesn't hold my money? Wait, a government doesn't control my money? Uh, that sounds like a good thing to me, but hey, I know I'm I'm a you know I'm a I'm a radical Bitcoin illiterate psychopath and toxic Bitcoiner. And so maybe what is a negative to you is a positive to us average individuals out there that want simply one thing: a money that doesn't steal from us so that we can save and prosper going into the future. And of course, the powers that be that are in control of the money do not want this for you. So what are we gonna do? We're going to continue to spread the signal and save in Bitcoin. Anyways, Dale, what's your thoughts, brother? Man, L. Lizard Warren over here has got some real funky ideas. I'd like her to, how can I say this without sounding um, like I'm, oh boy. Okay, so if you put her in front of a video that shows MMA fights, nuclear bombs going off, just regular bombs, all sorts of different warfare, and you tell me that all of everything that you just saw there is nothing, then I'll agree that Bitcoin has nothing backing it. But the same thing that's backing those punches, those bombs, all of that kinetic energy, it's all energy. Can't be created, can't be destroyed. The same exact thing that is backing those punches, those bombs, those bullets backs Bitcoin. So if that's nothing, well, then I don't, I don't know where we're living. 
But that's something. That's definitely something. You ask any MMA fighter, you ask anybody that's ever been shot, stabbed, cut, punched, thrown downstairs. If that's nothing, that's something. It's something. It hurts. And that's power. That's real energy. And that's the exact same thing that's backing Bitcoin. It's, it's literally no different. It's just a different use of it. Exact same thing. This is the point that Jason Lowry wrote an entire thesis that's over 400 pages long, something like 200,000 words on MIT graduate works at Space Force, spook, whatever you want to call him, but it's a brilliant thesis. <clears throat> and he goes in great detail about it, how it's the exact same thing. And once people start waking up to this and once they start realizing, they're going to understand the importance of this. It, I mean, this just goes to show how stupid or how there's something else going on with the U.S. government, how we just saw this. There, I saw tweets in the past couple of days about this, how they I think it was all of the Bitcoin that they they confiscated from Silk Road, something like 41,000 Bitcoin that they're going to sell. Like either there's something else going on or you are truly the dumbest MFers out there on the planet because you could that that's I did the math and it was something like uh, uh, two billion dollars. Just print that and then keep the Bitcoin. Like you can do that, but no, no, no. Let's sell this for a thing that we can make. Like what? Like I, I've got like, it's just, it's just so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I think that will be looked on as one of the worst trades in modern history, selling all those Bitcoins. And I think they doubled down and said they're going to sell all of their Bitcoins that they've confiscated for paper fiat money oh my goodness it's it's gonna oh. be a it's gonna be a good thought experiment in a few years just to see how much the bitcoin price has gone up compared to the fiat price that they took we're seeing we're seeing uh you know economic laws play out in real time and this is why we are holding bitcoin for the long run because fiat will only only get debased going further down the line it, it's simple math as greg foss says anyways let's get into the culture guys The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys, before I get into the culture, check out Swan IRA, a new offer from Swan. Bitcoin is generational wealth, and you can secure your bright orange future with the Swan IRA. Real Bitcoin, no taxes. Swan offers both traditional and Roth options to best fit your needs. Create your IRA today and start adding Bitcoin in it. And if you have questions, DM Nico. DM the Swan account, and uh, they will answer all your questions live. Or you can hit the Simply Bitcoin account as well, and we'll do our best to pass that information on to you guys. So before I go in, I do want to give a little caveat on this conversation. If you are not in our spaces on Friday, we were talking about the, the implications of de-dollarization with all these BRICS nations moving away from the dollar and settling trade in a different currency and what this means, but also what this means for other nations. And first things first, as a Bitcoiner, I think I am obligated to say more Keynesianism will not fix the problems of Keynesian economics, but I am going to flush that out for you guys that don't know exactly what I mean by this. So countries, as we are seeing in real time, are either actually moving away from the dollar or posturing as if they are going to move away the dollar from from the dollar again move away from the fiat currency 
And what does this all mean? Because as I started in the numbers, you know, we have another option that isn't a government dictated currency. And what is that answer? It's literally the title of the show. It is simply Bitcoin. This is the solution to all of this. But I did get some pushback last week when we covered the de-dollarization and the news about China settling their uh, their trades in the yuan. And either I misspoke or people misheard me and said that essentially the U.S. should follow China and, you know, endorse Bitcoin and get on the Bitcoin standard. And someone had a little clap back and said, you know, Bitcoin is only a half a trillion dollar industry. It's literally tiny and the U.S. will be fine, bro. It doesn't need to follow China, bro. And I kind of had this realization of like, wait, I am pretty sure that is not what I said on the show. But if I did, forgive me, what I meant to say was if the U.S. wants to continue to lead the world, it, it wants to innovate. It will need to pivot. As we are seeing right now, the world is waking up. The world has felt the weaponization of the dollar from the Fed, and they're not happy about it. BRICS nations in, in mass are talking about dropping the dollar, and it is time Maybe not yet. Maybe it's in the future. Maybe it's 10 years, 20 years from now. But it's time to have a real conversation on the idea of pivoting maybe away from the dollar willingly instead of waiting until everyone drops the dollar and we hold on to a dying currency. But as a nation built on freedom, as a Bitcoiner, I would only suspect that the U.S. would endorse freedom money, a.k.a. Bitcoin. And I kind of got reminded when I was when I was preparing this little bit today, I got reminded of the Lord and the Rings analogy, you know, like we must destroy the ring, which is the world reserve currency of the dollar to maintain our position and throw that proverbial ring into the fire so that we can maintain a leading position in the world. Whether we like it or not, we know our biggest export of the world is our inflation, is our currency. But I believe our second biggest uh, exportation in the world is our culture, is this idea of freedom. It We are a nation built on freedom. Everyone still, whether they hate us or not, still love the ideas and the culture of America. And if we want to continue to lead as a Bitcoiner, as someone that wants to see my country prosper, I would love for them to pivot onto the Bitcoin standard. I know that this is uh, you know way ahead of the game. I know that maybe I am the small minority here, but I definitely believe that if America wants to maintain that superpower position moving forward, it might not be an overnight phenomenon, but we will have to endorse Bitcoin because Bitcoin is freedom money. And I believe a nation built on freedom would want freedom money for their civilians, for their citizens, so that we can also prosper and get back to our roots uh, for the people, by the people. And as we can see, as I kind of covered in the numbers, the politicians, the bureaucrats, the career politicians, central planners, and their ilk are definitely not working in our favor. Anyways, getting back to how I started this, if you were not in our spaces on Friday, we had a whole hour plus conversation on the implications of de-dollarization and what this actually means for the world, or rather what this actually means for us Americans as well as the world. And so I wanted to bring some receipts so you guys know that I'm not just making stuff up here. And we got this headline here, China and France, companies complete first cross-border yuan settlement of liquid natural gas trade. And then continuing down this vein, April 3rd, 2023, China and Brazil reach accord to trade with their own 
cryptocurrencies avoiding the U.S. dollar. And again, this is from Bloomberg. Again, April 3rd, this morning, China's yuan replaces dollar as most traded currency in Russia. And continuing down this idea, this was March 31st, yuan tops euro as Brazil's second currency in foreign reserves. And if you remember the statistics I brought last week, the Brazilian economy is not a small economy. I, if I remember correctly, it's it's top 12. And then again, some more headlines from this morning. Saudi Arabia emboldened on world stage underpins OPEC decision. And if you don't get what this means, if there was any doubt over Saudi Arabia's growing international assertiveness, Sunday's decision to slash OPEC plus oil production put it to rest so i keep bringing you the same receipts that whether you believe into in the bitcoin hopium quote unquote that the world is moving away from the dollar or whether it is actually happening i am bringing the receipts and again wall street silver japan breaks with u.s allies buys russian oil at prices above cap and again, this morning, exclusive from Reuters, Russia shifts to Dubai benchmark in Indian oil deal. We are seeing in real time that maybe, just maybe, we are starting to see the beginning of the end of the petrodollar. The BRICS nations and other nations around the world have felt the pain and the weaponization of the dollar from the Fed. And I think we are getting to the point where soon enough we will no longer be able to export our inflation to the rest of the world. And they have woken up to the game. But again, as I said in the beginning, you cannot just change the system by adding more of the same to the system. Keynesian economics will not work here. Anyways, I got another tweet here. Fed's power. The U.S. dollar is the only serious contender for the world's reserve currency. Again, they their bias is showing, and they just continue to double down on the idea that the dollar is the way, that fiat money is the way. And again, I keep bringing these same receipts because I'm trying to paint the picture of what is going on in the world. Jerome Powell on the horns of dilemma of the Federal Reserve's own making. The Fed has pushed too hard. We are the world reserve currency and we have weaponized the dollar against the world. And people have had enough. And this is not new in, in the history of fiat money. They usually only last for a couple hundred years. And we're at that point right now where our dollar may be losing that world reserve currency. But what does this mean for us? Again, back to the conversation we had on the spaces. I know there's a lot of fear mongering going on on Twitter and people are talking about this is the end of, of the U.S. reign. You know, we're about to be in an apocalyptic zombie apocalypse and we're you know going to be eating each other in the street or whatever crazy idea people have. But the TLDR of what we were talking about in our space was this idea of, guys, the world will be fine. Everything will work out eventually. And there's no need to think that the, the sky is falling on us as Americans. And I brought this tweet up yes, or a Friday in our space, and this is from Lynn Alden, and I think she did a great job summarizing what is going on right now. And so the tweet goes, lost in the conversation around recent currency slash energy news is the question of whether the current system of dollar hegemony is even good for the US. The conversations just assume that it is and discuss the risk of losing it. Dollar hegemony increases our import power and decreases our export competitiveness, which feels good, but hollows out our industrial base over decades. It's important important for DC and the military industrial complex while harming domestic manufacturing around the margins global diversification of central bank reserves and payment rails is bad for the US empire but not bad for the USA the country and i think this is the crux of the conversation guys yes we may be at the beginning of the end of dollar hegemony but 
this may not be bad for us as citizens. This may actually be a very important state step to going to what we all believe as Bitcoiners, which is getting the world on a Bitcoin standard. So again, the sobering TLDR of all this conversation is, yes, there are things that are outside of our control, but as an individual, as a citizen, the most important thing for you to be doing is just opt out of this. Save in Bitcoin, protect yourself and your family because the bureaucrats have shown a few things. They are not working in your favor, but instead working for themselves. So cut out that middleman, take back your life, hold Bitcoin, write down your seed phrase on something that will last like our sponsor, BitPlates, which is military grade steel. So you, you won't just have you know, your piece of paper lost in your laundry drawer, but you will have it on steel. It is easy to use, hard to destroy, and it's designed to back up your wallet, your seed phrase. This is what you need to do, guys. It's a very simple, simple process. And I tell you guys this all the time. Provide the value to your fellow man. Build your skills and do not go down with the sinking ship that is the Federal Reserve. They know it. We know it. And they will continue to lie to gaslight all of us. You have the power and the tools to survive the great transition today that we find ourselves living through it. But you need to take action and not push it off till tomorrow. Tomorrow. Being aware of the situation is not enough. You need to take action as well. You need to do it today. It's as simple as downloading Blue Wallet or Moon Wallet on your phone. Now, this isn't the final step, but start somewhere, move towards getting a significant amount of your wealth in Bitcoin so that the inevitable end of the dollar doesn't hurt you and your family. Yes, again, I, I am being a little hyperbolic, but we are watching this play out in real time. It could take 10 years, five years. It could take 20 years. If you know a little bit of history, we may be in the beginning of phases, and I know a lot of Bitcoiners kind of connect the two, the idea of, of hyperinflation in Weimar, Germany. And I, I'm not going to say that the U.S. currency is going to hyperinflate overnight. All I'm saying is that they cannot stop printing money. They have to continue to print money. And we all know what the inevitable end of printing money is. It is hyperinflation of fiat currencies. And we are seeing in real time that nations around the world have been pushed too hard and they are posturing against the US dollar hegemony. Now, what can we do? Again, it's very simple. Take your Bitcoin into self-custody, write down your seed phrase and provide more value. Get your skills up, build a community around you guys so that you are not affected. Anyways, Dell, I know I ranted. I know I went hard, but what are your thoughts on all this? I think that some of the things that people are saying in chat is extremely applicable to right now. <clears throat> a couple of people have pointed out how things move faster now, and we continually compare things that are happening now using the time scales, the infrastructure, the ideas of the past. Like, oh, something happened over the course of 100 years back then. It's like, yeah, but then you had a dude with a pickaxe mining and out there in the field with his hoe and maybe maybe some oxen plowing the fields. Now we have caterpillar tractors that can do the work of an oxen and a team of men in a minute fraction of the amount of time. And everything is that way. Think about how long it took to get a message from, say, New York over to Paris back 100 years ago. You've got to write it out on a piece of paper. That takes time. You've got to give it to the guy. He's got to take it to the boat. That's got to go across the pond. That's got to I mean, that's that's months of travel and time. And does it get lost? Do they actually get it there? Assuming everything goes correctly, you're talking about months? I A minimum, I'm guessing, like 
three months or something. I mean, now Telegram, Signal, whatever, an email, boom, it's there. I type it out. Uh, Gmail properly makes sure that I say what I want to say. It auto-completes things. It makes suggestions. I mean, it's it's mind-blowing. So to think that things are happening on the same time scale now, the way they did even 10 years ago, is laughable. Things happen so fast. So no matter where you think that we're at in this transition from this to that, the US dollar to the BRICS to the yuan to whatever, we are, no matter where it's at, this is undeniable. Right now, we're one day closer to big changes than we were yesterday, and that will always be the case. So even if we're on the uptick, which I definitely don't think we are in terms of US dollar hegemony, we're somewhere closer to that change. So is that happening tomorrow? Probably not tomorrow. Next year? Don't know. Five years? Eh, don't know 10 years eh, don't know in my lifetime eh, seems likely my child's lifetime my their children's almost certainly like the idea that oh no the us dollar is here to stay and nothing will ever change is i mean is insane it's insane it's like that's like somebody in the middle of the rome i mean you see these pictures coming out of paris where the city is literally burning behind them and <laughs> everything is fine like I don't know if they're posing, if it's for a, a meme to put online, if it's if it's for like I, if it is, hey, good job. That was funny. But if it's not, and they're, they're like if that's actually what they're doing, the city's literally burning down around you and it's like, well, let's go out to a fifty thousand dollars lunch or whatever the hell it is they're doing over. It's like, what get your head straight, people, get your life right. I'm not saying that you should put everything that you have, sell your chairs, sleep on the floor to put it all in Bitcoin. All I'm gonna do is is repeat two people, Odell. And FOSS, stay humble, stack sats, and be off zero. Don't have zero. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying sell everything you have and your firstborn, your arm, and, and a kidney. Don't do that. But don't have zero either. Have some amount. Agreed. 100% agree. And to your point, uh, and actually to the chat's point, I think we forget how quickly information is moving through society. And we have the recent example of SVB, the Silicon Valley Bank. Like, we had a seemingly well-run bank collapse in 24 hours and we saw credit suisse basically do the same thing a hundred years just come toppling down overnight like i don't i i really do think that people underestimate like the power of you guys tweeting the power of all of us being interconnected as much as i i am putting the caveat and the context of like look this may play out a lot longer than we know it will there's also the potential for this to play out a lot quicker than we even understand. And this is part of us just being an interconnected modern world. And it's just one of those things where I, I always bring it back down to Bitcoin. You know, like I am just so glad I'm a Bitcoiner. I'm so glad that I don't have to just abide by the whims of these people, these, you know, monetary demons, the unproductive class, because the central planners will ruin all of this. They, they, it may take a long time. It may happen overnight, but it's inevitable that those that print money, those with the power of money will hyperinflate the currency. And it's all about, look, be prepared for this before. What's the saying? Uh, you, you want your Bitcoin, you want to stack Bitcoin today because before you need it, it is too late. And this is all we're kind of trying to say. Look, we understand what is going on here. We have the asymmetric knowledge. And more people are waking up to this game on a geopolitical level, not just on an individual level. Like we are really in different times, Dorothy, and you just better prepare yourself. Take that Bitcoin into self-custody and protect yourself and your family. Anyways, Dell, let's get into the news segment. We need we got a lot of time. Oh, yeah. The Daily News. 
The Daily News is brought to you by Blockstream Jade, built by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. It's an open source hardware wallet for the cold storage of Bitcoin. Check out the brand new limited edition color, the transparent green jade. Blockstream Jade houses a full color camera, allowing for fully air gap Bitcoin transactions, scan and display QR codes directly on the device, assign transactions and verify addresses with ease. Use your Blockstream Jade with your favorite wallet software, such as Blockstream Green, Blue Wallet, Electrum, Sparrow. Get yourself a Blockstream Jade today and take self-custody of your Bitcoin. So over on the Motley Fool, which is a website that I guess hires people to use their fingers to type things. And sometimes that's good stuff. And oftentimes it's other stuff. But today they put some stuff out that makes a lot of sense. And it resonates with people that have been paying attention to this type of stuff. Bitcoin uses 50 times less energy than traditional banking new study shows. The Bitcoin blockchain gets a bad rap from environmentalists and critics and Green Skull here. Because its proof-of-work programming used to settle transactions is widely portrayed as a hoggish energy glutton that's stomping all over the ecological ideas with its massive carbon footprint. Some of the most frequently touted research bashing Bitcoin's power use comes from the University of Cambridge, which pegs Bitcoin's annual power drain at more than 121 terawatt hours, ranking it in the top 30 electricity consumers worldwide. In fact, if Bitcoin was a country, it would be sucking down more energy than either the Netherlands or Pakistan, according to the Cambridge data. To give a sense of how much energy that is, the World Counts website states that a single terawatt can power 10 billion 100-watt bulbs at the same time. And the power panning against Bitcoin isn't just from theoretical academics, academians, academians. It's also coming from the leaders within the crypto community itself. Okay, yeah, well, the self-proclaimed leaders, I suppose. It's essential to compare Bitcoin's energy. This is from the, the research. Bitcoin's energy consumption with all the aspects of the classical monetary payment system. Yes, and other things as well. This covers banknotes and coins, cash management and ATM systems, card payments, point of sale, POS payments, banking and interbanking energy consumption, etc. So all the ATMs, all the, the card things that you're using, the scanners, the, the registers at the, at the stores, all of the stuff for the traditional banking system they're talking about here. We've endeavored in our paper to answer mathematically and scientifically all these challenges for the benefit of decision makers, researchers, and politicians, legislators, and industry representatives, as stated in the white paper. Perhaps even more electrifying were the results. Value chain discovered using physics, that's a good place to start, information science and economics to compute, compare, and define an accurate energy use assessment of the tr traditional banking system, which was determined to have a shocking annual use profile of 4,000 981 compared to Bitcoin's 89. We've demonstrated that Bitcoin consumes 56 times less energy than the classical system. And I don't think that's even accounting for all of the, the people required to fund that system or not funded, but to, to operate that system. How many people are driving in their cars to get to these places, to the banks? How many people, like there's so much more than just the lights and the computers at the banks that require these things to operate. And even at, at the single transaction level, a per proof of work transaction proves to be one to five times more energy efficient. When the Bitcoin lightning layer is compared, the instant payment scheme, Bitcoin gains exponentially in scalability and efficiency, proving to be up to a million times more energy efficient per transaction than instant payments. So the long and short here is that Bitcoin is commonly being demonized unnecessarily, wrongly, from people that are either ignorant 
or have something out to 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 value from attack not to value to to gain from attacking bitcoin people like like uh the, the whole satoshi and in greenpeace they're out here touting their own thing while bashing bitcoin it's like look if your thing was so good, it would work on its own merits. You don't have to go and talk about it. When's the last time you saw In-N-Out have an ad for how good their burgers are? They don't have ads. You just know it's the best drive throughout there in, in, in the world of fast food. In-N-Out's got the best burgers. They don't have to advertise. They're not attacking McDonald's. They're not attacking anybody. They just make good burgers from good quality stuff. I mean, it's still fast food, but whatever. Bitcoin uh, is is clearly a winner when it comes to this. And, and people, back to the, the the spread of information, it's just going to take a few people, a few boomers going, oh, I just took my money out of the bank, put it into Bitcoin, and my my grandson, my son, my whoever, my buddy showed me that I can just move this and I don't have to wait. You don't have to wait? I have holds on these checks over X amount of money. Yeah, well, I moved $3 million and there was a hold. No, there's no hold. What'd you do? I just sent it. Where? Anywhere I wanted. Oh, interesting. How much energy did that use? As if that's going to come up to some boomer's mind. They're not going to care about the energy. I don't know. Didn't use anything. My phone? The tap of a button? Over here, continuing the news from Coin Papers is a little bit different, but following the whole top-down regulation that that want, people want to impose on this. EU to ban anonymous crypto transfers of over 1,000 euro, which isn't all that much, and it's actually less and less as time goes on. The so-called EU single rule book detailing rules of performing due diligence on customers, interesting, handling transparency of beneficial owners, disclosing the identity of the ultimate owner controlling an entity through a web of other entities and dealing with the use of anonymous instruments such as crypto assets. The sixth anti-money laundering directive, so they've had five more than these, ensuring authorities access to necessary who determines necessary? Real quick, who, who, me, you? I don't know. I'm not smart enough to determine what's necessary. And reliable information, for example, on assets stored in free zones. I don't know what that means, but I'm guessing on your phone, wallets, places that are not under the purview of government, people that want to know these things. The draft establishing the European Anti-Money Laundering uh, Authority, AMLA, for ensuring compliance with AMLA slash CFT, combating the finance of terrorism regulations. They can slap whatever names they want on these things, they, and they do to try and get it to pass. According to the provisions contained in the drafts, banks, cryptocurrency companies, real and virtual estate agents, and some other types of enterprises, that's that's pretty broad, will have to conduct a checkup on their customer's identity and assets. The regulations also put a cap on transactions. The limit has been set to 7,000 euro for cash and 1,000 euro which is about 1,087 USD at the time of writing, for anonymous cryptocurrency transfers. The new European watchdog will monitor, who's who's setting that watchdog system up? Will monitor emerging problems related to money laundering in the financial system. For us, it is important that the new authority cooperates, cooperates very closely with the national supervisors and that it directly supervises the riskiest crypto assets, service providers, and companies in the financial sector that operate in several member states for the first time. All the drafts had significant backing. 99 MEPs voted in favor of the single book, with eight against and six abstentions. The second bill scored, respectively, 107, 5, 0, and the latter, 102, 11, 2. The negotiations on the final shape of the bill will start at the plenary session of the European Par Parliament in April. These terms that they're using, these, these uh, riskiest 
crypto? Who determines that? There's so many of this that just falls under some person or some board that just gets to say whatever it is they want. You can put almost anything you want under any, 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 goodness gracious. So many of these things are umbrellas that they could shove whatever they want under that. Oh, you're going out and buying XYZ. That's going to fall under money laundering. Oh, you're going to go and do this. That's over this. That's these amounts. They tried to do this just this last tax season in the US where they wanted to have every single transaction over 60 or not 60, $600 on Venmo or all these transactions, anything happening to be monitored and recorded. Thankfully, they pushed that off. I hope indefinitely, but the amount of control and top-down regulation that these different authorities want is an it's an insatiable monster. And that is all that government government grows and grows and grows. It it almost never shrinks. And if it does, it just shrinks for like it's like back one step, forward another 10. It's just like, okay, well, we'll reduce this to make the peons happy for a moment while secretly sliding in something else. And then you find out years later down the road. It's it's insane the amount of of regulation and control that they want, all in the name of, I mean, I don't even know if they're trying to hide anymore. They're just saying <laughs> control. It's not, they're not even really saying that they want anything here in, in benefit. Is they're just saying due diligence on customers and to identity and assets. They're, I guess the the closest thing that they get to a reason is the um the anti-terrorism up here, the the combating the financing of terrorism. What's that? Like if I sell a banana to a guy and then he goes off and checks a, a website that's deemed uh, not appropriate, did I finance ter terrorism by by giving him a banana? I, I, who knows? Maybe if they say so. It, 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 craziness. Absolutely craziness. Yeah, absolute madness. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to take a, a little toxic Bitcoin stance here, uh, you know, as a Bitcoiner. We know Bitcoin is the greenest industry, period, but uh, I'm not even going to argue about Bitcoin's energy use or what the EU thinks it's going to do. Uh, you know, I know I know it wastes less than the fiat system. I know it offers freedom from institutional theft that uh, a government just doesn't want nor wants to allow. So again, uh, I'm going to take the toxic stance of asking and posing a simple question. What are you going to do about it? Because this is what things boil down to. The incentives of Bitcoin are too strong to stop Bitcoin miners, to stop me and you from saving in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is better money tech. And the free market has freely chosen Bitcoin and no amount of pontificating from people that are Bitcoin critics or people that are talking about Bitcoin's environmental use, whatever, etc., uh, it boils down to what are you going to do about it? Because you can cry all you want. You can say whatever you want to stop Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is a peaceful revolution and people opt into the Bitcoin network of their free will. And if you want to stop this, you're going to have to reveal your hand. You want to violent, violently force people to use a money that steals from them. Now, are you willing to say this up front? No, they are going to cloak this in, uh, oh, my environment, I, you know, Bitcoin energy use FUD or Bitcoin is for criminals. The same thing we've been fighting for the last 10, 12 years is the narrative war that we find ourselves in. But it all boils down to one thing. And it's something we talk about a lot on this show, and it's something we talk about a lot on Twitter. It is that Bitcoin has disintermediated the monopoly on violence and the powers that be do not want to give up that power easily. So 
I'm not going to argue the use of Bitcoin, uh, uh, Bitcoin's energy use anymore. I'm, I'm not going to try to lean into these people's narratives in regards to, oh, Bitcoin is a fully transparent ledger. Oh, Bitcoin uses less energy than the fiat system. You know, like I don't see war, uh, warships backing up the Bitcoin network like it does for the fiat money system. And I think this is the signal here is because these people are not arguing in good faith. They simply want to control you, control your family, and be institutionally legalized stealing from you. And they want to force you into the system. They're just too cowardice to say that up front. So they're going to cloak this in all kinds of feel-good narratives. But it all boils down to what are you going to do about it? I'm not going to stop running my nodes. I know you guys aren't. I know the Bitcoin miners aren't going to make a bad economic decision and not run their Bitcoin miners. Like It's very simple economics right now. The market, free market, has freely chosen Bitcoin. We have opted into the network. This is a peaceful revolution. All we really want to do is stop getting stolen from. And now these people are going to have to eventually reveal their hand that what they really want to do is force you guys violently to use a money that steals from you. This is the bottom line. And I maybe I'm getting frustrated this morning and, and we're arguing about the merits of Bitcoin when obviously around the world we have global consensus that Bitcoin has value because it's what? What's, what's it trading at right now? 28K? The world has chosen Bitcoin and they will continue to do so as we opt out of the fiat madness. Anyways, great, 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 great covering of today, Dell. But let's get into everyone's favorite portion of the show, the meme review. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom Racks. You already know this is the meme review sponsored by our boys over at Kaboom Racks. As we continuously cover on this show, we are in an information war currently in real time. And tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. We need to continue to ridicule the corporate press, continue to get the calls of action out there so more people wake up to the reality of what is going on right now. Put truth in art, spread the signal, get more people on the Bitcoin standard. But hey, as, I, as, as I've been chastised in the past, memes are not enough. It is only half the battle. Telling people what to do is where the memes come in. And the second part is getting people to hold Bitcoin, save in Bitcoin, and spread Bitcoin and opt into the circular economy that is Bitcoin. Anyways, first and foremost, this first meme is by a friend of the show, Greg Zaj1, or Greg Zajuno. I forget which one, what you go by now. He goes, been seeing a lot of orange washing. Just remember, we see you. And we got a little little parasite worm <laughs> sitting in a couch in someone's stomach, I, I, I'm I guessing. And we got some white fluids jumping on its head and it's shitcoin money. And we got some more white fluid and it's VC money. And the orange washing is, but guys, I love Bitcoin. Remember, I'm a Bitcoiner. Remember, we're all in this together. Uh, no, there's Bitcoin and there's shitcoin and we are not the same. Anyways, this next meme is by another friend of the show, Ropium. 
aka rope and he goes build black markets uh not telling you to do anything illegal all i'm saying is bitcoin is freely chosen free market money and there's no thing a government bureaucrat can do to stop it anyways we got this uh very psychedelic transparent view of uh i'm guessing different dimensions rope's gonna kill me because i'm butchering his meme anyways we got <laughs> we got a skeleton with flames around and he's going towards the rainbow maybe the singularity and he's pulling someone else and he goes fuck their money and he's pulling them through the fiat matrix and he goes so the state hates me but why would they do that why would they do that here we are as bitcoiners just trying to pull people out of the fiat matrix and this is what it feels like. You you got to go through the flames and come out a rising phoenix. I don't know. Rope, you, tell me in the DMs if I butchered that one. I know I did. Anyways, this next one is by the BTC therapist. And he goes, one thing we can all agree on, hashtag BTC. And this is a classic update of the Bitcoin network, Bitcoin node network. And you can see a bunch of people connected via the Bitcoin network and the Bitcoin logos in the middle. And we have countries here, what Venezuela, Brazil, America, Russia, uh, this Italy, El Salvador. Uh, I think that's Turkey or maybe that one. Uh, I don't know. I, I dude, I'm an American public school student. I don't know flags. Anyways, it's just a, it's just an example of Bitcoin is about peer to peer running the code and connecting the world via a monetary ledger that cannot get debased. Anyways, this next meme is by Relay App on Twitter and it goes just Bitcoiner things. And there's a picture of a guy taking a selfie and behind him there is a huge fire and the huge fire is my bank account. And the guy taking a selfie is me buying just one more dip, just one more dip. What I, I can I can avoid lunch one more time and stack some more Bitcoin. This is the way. I know I know Dow told you uh, don't sell your kidneys and your right arm and your chair for Bitcoin, but I'm gonna double down and say sell everything for more Bitcoin. No, be responsible. This is not financial advice. Just do what's best for you. Uh, anyways, this last meme is by at Bold Bitcoin on Twitter, and it goes break out of the matrix with Bitcoin. And we got, I think this is Alice in Wonderland, a pencil it drawing is, of Alice is. in Wonderland. And it goes, when you start seeing beyond the veil and beyond the veil is the fiat matrix in real time. This is what happens when you get orange pilled. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, Rope uh, wrecked. Okay. I should have started on the bottom. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. No one gets it. These memes are hard to explain. Dude, I'm doing my best, guys. I'm doing my best. They're very Anyways. cerebral. Yeah, right. Anyways, guys, drop your meme review score in the chat as we cover ours live and we will cover yours as well. Anyways, my meme review score for today is a wire hanger. Do not think anything nefarious. It is just a wire <laughs> hanger. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I honestly, okay. it, 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 in real hanger. time, it's just yeah. a wire. In real time, I just realized, like, wait, they're gonna take this the wrong way. Wrecked. Okay. It's a wire hanger. It's good. Those okay. Everybody's got a couple. All right, your score, Dave. Your score. Uh, a real janky. Um, Ooh. Uh, That's a good score. Very good score. Very good score. Okay, guys, why I am covering your meme review score. Before that, go check out representltd.com. Get yourself some Simply Bitcoin themed merch. <laughs> they're I, I they're think, sold out. 
100% sold out. We're all gone. So go check out all the other merch that <laughs> has. Use the promo code simply-bitcoin and you can get a discount. Uh, but guys, make up enough, make make enough noise and we'll have to force represents hand and get some more Simply Bitcoin themed merch. I want to see you guys wearing that at Bitcoin Conference 2023. But we wear it every single day. I am wearing the... Trust no one orange pill shirt. Dell is wearing which one is that? The, That's truth, the bombs? truth bombs. Yeah. Truth, truth bombs. Bomb. This is a peaceful revolution, but we be dropping truth bombs every single day. Okay, let's get into some of these meme review scores. I think I saw some in here already. Oh man, Becca <laughs> wrecked. Okay. <laughs> uh can't cover that one, but yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh first meme review score is by Hoddle Coin. He goes, I give those memes a plastic dark. Breaks after a few throws at paintings. Fiat wrecked. Okay, perfect, perfect. This next one by Elaine. Shouts out to you, Elaine. She goes, score. Warren's tears when her 67 million fiat goes in the toilet and Bitcoin saves the day for the plebs. Yes, 100%. Double down on that one. This next one is by Igor, and he goes, I give those memes a black meme belt from ropes. <laughs> Wait, no. Hold what? on. Not Hang saying on. that one. Not what? saying that one. <laughs> All right, I should probably read these before. Anyways, uh, this next one is by Bitcoin for Canadians. I give those memes a large coffee with an extra shot of espresso. Uh, yeah, I agree. Okay, uh, hold on, Becca. I'm gonna say this anyways, but I know I'm getting trolled. I give these memes a S O T D B A C. If you know, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely don't oh, know. Oh man, I do know. I probably shouldn't have read that one. Anyways, this next one is by Nigel Lowry. I rate these memes ten. Warren bucks okay okay hold on i'll, I'll get a few more really worthless yeah rope i score one bad explanation of my score give me an easier meme that one's hard that was a hard meme to explain anyways you deserve real money i give those memes a mug of delicious salty status tears let's go i agree with that one okay last one last one by narwhal tacos i give those memes the last two words of my passphrase bacon and bacon if mm. you know you know Okay. Okay, guys. Well, really appreciate you guys. Uh, shouts out to you guys. It is Monday, the beginning of the week, and we are going to continue to give you guys the signal. If you want to catch the audio-only show, we are on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, and we are a part of the Valley for Value Economy on Fountain. I just remember that I did forget the comments last week. I think at this point I'm going to like just – no, I appreciate you guys. I might forget to bring this up and uh, I'll do my best to remember this next Friday. So many things happening in real time, guys. Apologies. Love you guys. Really, really appreciate everyone's support. Spread all the Bitcoin signal. That is what matters. It's not just about us. It's about spreading all the signal so the world wakes up to the Bitcoin standard. Anyways, Dell. I think we killed it on this one compared to the last Wednesday. I think I think our rapport is building, brother. So glad yeah. to have the funky Hoddle Sapien, a.k.a. Dell, on the show. Let's go, boys and girls. Anyways, you already know the deal. We are still going live on Twitter Spaces right now. So, Dell, if you want to join us, join us. Everyone else, join us on Twitter Spaces as we continue to spread the signal. Come up, add your two sats to the conversation, and we will. Orange pill, the world in real time. So really appreciate you guys supporting us. And we will be back tomorrow. Nico will be back tomorrow. He needed uh, he needed to take a break. He's a little worn out. But hey, the show don't stop. 
and we continue to give you guys the signal. So we'll see you tomorrow for the same, same show that you love. Peace out, guys.